This week on the River Morning Show Weekly Podcast. Uh, next, and these are notes that have been confiscated by teachers. My dearest, I promise to give you all my gushers and cookies. Ooh. P.S. My name is Zane. Love Anonymous. <laughs> Spoiler alert, right out of the gates. Uh, this week's going to be a little different, but also very much the same to other weeks. But first, just to make sure you, you're in the right spot, this is the River Morning Show Weekly Podcast presented by Savage Strength. So back to the same but different thing. There's going to be some brand new moments never heard before on the River Morning Show Weekly Podcast, but also some that have been, and possibly some you've never heard before, unless you've literally listened to every single episode ever. And if that's you, you're the best. And I don't throw that around lightly. So stay here. And once you're done with the episode, go and check out some other amazing podcast at riverradio.com. There's something there for everyone. If you like sports, the Rivalry podcast is there, but also one of the new ones, Mark Price for three. If you haven't had a chance to listen or discover it yet, I'm not going to tell you how to live your life, but you should go check it out right now. Also, if you're a family or have children, nieces, nephews, or you just like kid stuff, the Collide Kids podcast is going to be just right for you. There's so much there to enjoy and explore. So feel free to go and do at your leisure at riverradio.com. Click on the podcast page. And lastly, if you would like, subscribe, review, thumbs up, say nice things on Twitter about this podcast, which really does make a difference. I know you get asked for that probably a million other places, but it really does make a difference because it comes down to a numbers game. If more people know about it, chances are more people will listen. And ultimately, more people will discover that Jesus loves them right where they're at, and then they'll get connected to great music and content that reinforces that. So if you'd spend 90 seconds of your life doing that, leaving a positive review, all that stuff, that would be great. You would be the best. And I'm not just saying it so you'll go like, subscribe, and and rate, and review, and all, all of those other things. I really mean it. You are the best. But it would also be cool if you did those other things. Okay, I'm done now. All right, Cass, put on your thinking caps. You're going to learn today. You're going to learn today. Things you didn't know uh, yesterday. Okay. Americans eat 350 slices of pizza every second. Woo! And I help. Yeah. <laughs> Just yesterday, there were sports on and there was pizza consumed. Yeah. That's all That's all. Sundays I'm are say. always great for pizza. Absolutely. Uh, there is a Japanese word, and I'm going to absolutely demolish this. Uh, Just but it's, go. Kuchi samishi, yeah. and it's the act of eating when you're not hungry because your mouth is lonely. <laughs> two for we two. We do this all the time. Pizza and eating lonely. <laughs> I think one proves two and two yeah. proves one. They go together. Things you didn't know yesterday. Humans cannot walk in a straight line without a visual point. When blindfolded, we'll gradually walk in a circle. In a circle? In a circle. Gradually. I interesting. The proof of that is teaching my children how to mow the yard, watching yeah. those lines. Oh, my word. <laughs> yeah. I said better. straight line, not a zigzag. <laughs> you crazy people. Uh, things you didn't know yesterday. As of January of this year, Ireland, Norway, Saudi Arabia, and the United Arab Emirates have the highest internet penetration rates in the world. 99% of their populations are online. Huh. 99%. <laughs> It's not. You would think it'd be that highest in like Britain, the United yeah. States, maybe India, just because of like all of the major cities they have. Sure. No, it's places like Saudi Arabia, Norway, and Ireland. Interesting. Amazing. Huh. They're online over there. Look at that. All right, let's <laughs> uh, move on from his. Well, you know. <laughs> that's right. Next. You know how when somebody takes your picture, they'll say, say cheese. Mm-hmm. Uh, in the 1800s, the popular phrase was to say prunes. 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 So, you know, cheese makes you smile. Uh-huh. Cheese. 
you know how I know all what the, prunes make you do. I don't want to hear well, about this. <laughs> well, later all on, the, it kind of forcefully makes you smile. <laughs> you know how in all the no in all the old timey photos, nobody's smiling. Right, it's tight lipped. They mm-hmm. wanted them to be tight lipped. So prunes. Makes you tight lips. When I say prunes, I, prunes. I feel like I'm doing the, the duck lips. Prunes. 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 Everyone's trying it in their car right now. Yeah, prunes. it's okay. Go ahead, everyone. <laughs> On three. One, two, three. Prunes. prunes. Okay, good. <laughs> Things you didn't know yesterday, the U.S. government gave Indiana University $1 million to study memes. No. What? I do that every day. Come For free. On. For free. So many other... <sighs> A restaurant in North Carolina once offered a tarantula burger. <laughs> they called what? it the creepy crawly. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Um, did you know that Japan has over 200 flavors of Kit Kats? What? Uh huh. There are some good ones like blueberry cheesecake, Oreo ice cream, no. and then there are ones like baked potato, melon, and cheese, Ew. wasabi, and vegetable juice. Golly. Ah, give me a break. Am so, I right? Somebody <laughs> had too much time on their hands. Things you did 100%. not know yesterday. 100%. Last one. All porcupines float in water. <laughs> Just don't try to push them down to see if they bob. <laughs> Tiddlywinks. Fiddle faddle. Mm-hmm. Brew ha ha. Yeah. These are words that mean something, but we don't use them the right way. We just use them our whatever way we want. <laughs> I'll oftentimes say fiddle faddle if something doesn't go right. Oh, fiddle faddle. Oh, I get the that. kids are in that front room having a real brew ha ha. Right, exactly. I mean, I guess you know what that means, but no one uses those words. I got the fiddle faddle thing. It's it's the off brand of, um, oh, fooey. Now I can't. Uh, oh, fooey. I also say fooey. I, I was picking that up. The Cracker Jack. It's mm-hmm. it's the off brand of Cracker Jack. My grandmother used to say all the time, "Oh, fiddle faddle." Like so, I I picked that up. <laughs> I'm an old woman. Apparently, this is how I got to get my hair colored and also eat some tapioca. So there's that. What words do you use that are actual words, but they're the strangest sounding thing? Six one four four seven nine one zero four nine. All right, Kathleen. Uh, what is yours? Lugal binder. What? Mm. Is that from Harry Potter? <laughs> Actually, it's from some movie sometime in my life. I just know that it's the little plastic thing on the end of your shoelace. And I didn't confirm it, but that's what they told me on this movie. Okay, so what, what did you say the word was again? I'm going to look it up. We're going to confirm it together. Okay, flugelbinder. I don't know how to spell it either. I'm guessing F-L-U-G-G-E-L. All right, so a flugel binder is a word. Mm-hmm. Wait, no, I found pictures. It is. It's the end of the shoelace thing. You nailed it. Four. <laughs> Yay, internet. Quit chewing on your flugel binder, kids. <laughs> I'm caught in a real flugel binder, if you know what I mean. <laughs> kids will say the darndest things. Sometimes they say the smartest things, and sometimes those two things are the same thing. Kiddo lingo. <laughs> I followed, kind of. Yeah, yeah. Like, they will say a word that doesn't exist, and you're once you understand what they mean, you're like, oh, yeah, I get it. Or they'll mm-hmm. combine two words to make a phrase, and you're like, I, I see what you're trying to do. Yes. So you can call and share when you, as a child, or a child you know, started uh, saying a certain thing and explain what it all is. 614 Wanted to have you two uh, compete against each other here. No. I've got a few. Yes, okay, it's gonna, I think we should do it. It'll, it's going to be fun. What do you think a child meant when they said pizza salt? Parmesan cheese. Yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. Yes. 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 I was thinking that. 
thinking like red it's, pepper flakes. Or like, no. kind of spicy. Let's no. just call it now. I win. No, uh, well, we have a couple more. Uh, Tic-tac-toe beef. Tic-tac-toe beef. Yeah. It's the beef that's in the plastic tubes. No. No. What's no. Tic-tac-toe beef? Pepperonis. No, this uh, is a steak that has the grill marks on it. Oh, and that's so, so yes, specific. Yes. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. yes. How about that a, makes sense. This is kiddo lingo. Words they say that don't mean what they mean, but they're still correct. What do you think about <laughs> dirty flamingos? <gasps> is it a geese? That's what I was going to no, say. Okay, not a, good. Not that's not what I was going to say. Um, <laughs> dirty flamingo. Liar. Is it Swine. like uh. a crane or an ostrich? Close. It's a vulture. Ooh, yeah, that is dirty. Those are nasty. <laughs> Two more. Pizza bones. Crust. That's the crust. Come on. Yeah. Let's go. Hannah, you're going to go. get This is a dead giveaway, but you're going to get this one anyway. When a child is watching one of their favorite Disney movies uh-huh. and they uh-huh. just start singing, Jalapeno. <laughs> it's the Lion King. <laughs> Do you know what those words actually um, are, though? I, 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 don't, I don't know what they are. Yeah, is that what it is? Yeah, thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Our resident <laughs> Disney princess, ladies and gentlemen. Kind of. Sort of. Flipping it on its head. Normally, this would be kiddo lingo. Right. Today, it's grown-up lingo? But our, our lingo is correct. Well, not always. <laughs> Sometimes right. you just can't find the words. You're racking your brain, uh, trying to come up with like the simplest of phrases or that one word, and you're just drawing a blank. Are because, you in my head right now? Yeah. <laughs> No, that'd be scary. Yeah. But <laughs> there are those mundane things, those ri- ridiculously easy words that your brain cells just go on holiday. I hate that. And, and it could be the simplest of words. So I got my my nephew a birthday present, and all he wanted was that that plastic thing, that bucket that you put over your head when it's raining. You know what I'm talking about? A, n- a you, bucket? You have to open and close it. And it, you use it when it's raining. An umbrella? Yeah. That's that. a bucket? Uh, you know, I just couldn't see. No. I just couldn't think of the word. Oh Not my even close. Heavens. just couldn't think of the word. No. So uh. I decided to put together a few phrases that different grown-ups have had to say to describe a very simple word. Yeah. And see if you guys can guess what the actual word is. Best of luck, Jen. Yeah. Let's see. <laughs> okay. One dad in hanging out with his kiddo couldn't think of uh, what the game was, so he called it computer legos computer Legos. is it legos for the computer no i don't have any idea what computer legos would be it's minecraft oh <laughs> i get it i literally I the it. other day told my kid i was like what is it what is that game you kids like to play that that's the blocky one yeah and they're like <laughs> minecraft. minecraft yes yes one person called a restaurant and was trying to Go enjoy their food and couldn't think of the word, so they said, I would like to make a food appointment. <laughs> a reservation. <laughs> uh, I have a food appointment anytime there's someone yeah. around. How how would you define bread, then food, then more bread? Happiness? Yeah. <laughs> well, that is not <laughs> wrong, sir. That. But there is a bread more specific f- definition. Bread, then food, then I don't know. It's a sandwich. Okay. Somebody forgot the word for a sandwich. Bread and food and more. All right. Uh, The nice thing is, if a sandwich is upside down, it's still a sandwich. You know what I mean? This is true. Mm -hmm. You're not wrong. Mm -hmm. Positive thinking. One person couldn't think of this animal, so they described them as snails without homes. Slug. 
There you go. That yeah, was so easy. Okay. That's <laughs> disgusting. And finally. It's a living booger is what that is. Is one grown up. Sorry, <laughs> that just sank in. <laughs> All right, last one. Though. Kiddo lingo, except it's grown ups yeah. because we're silly. As one grown up tried to describe an animal to another grown up, they, they said it's that black and white toot squirrel. Skunk, obviously. My word. That is hilarious and a little gross. And uh, well, that's the um, the um, stop the the conclusion, the thing the that they end? say. Then there we go. Thank there we go. Thank God. You. Pause. It's the River Morning Show weekly podcast presented by Savage Strength. Ah, I love them. Do share. Why do you yeah. love them? Yeah. So my sister and I have been going for a few months now. I can tell I'm getting stronger. Flex. Flex. Uh, Let's see yeah. the bicep. Look at these things. Well, the, other, these things. the other day I was mouthing off and Hannah picked me up by my throat. That so is I, not true. I do know but she's I getting stronger. I could. <laughs> but what's so great about it is it, it's not like those big group classes where the instructor's up front and they have no idea what you're doing. It's group training, but it feels like one-on-one personal training. That's nice. It's amazing. And they sponsor this podcast. So Big thank thanks. you. If you want to find out more about Savage Strength and what they have to offer, you can find them on Instagram, savaged underscore strength. Is that what I think it is? Well, the headline is clickbait. Clickbait news. Hang on. Can we just agree to these parameters so that I could be prepared for clickbait news? Can we only do them never? Can we just, can we stop doing this? I don't think that's how it works, Josh. <laughs> Here are the parameters. Never. Uh, I'm going to create Agreed? a comment box, and Josh can slip his comments Listen, into the box. He's already got it ready. I, wow. No, wow. I, have, I have a contract. Here, just sign it. These are the parameters. Never. I'm not signing that. Just put that in his comment that. box, I guess. Okay. Go get to it. Never. I'm not signing that. You talk. Okay. I'm going to make this into a paper airplane. You go. So Dutch citizens to... Ecologists have created something that no one thought any would would ever need, any ever for any reason. Mm-hmm. They've created the world's first fish doorbell. Mm-hmm. Like those a things that were those. Remember those yeah. fish that were on a wall that would sing and dance? Yeah, it's kind of like that. Only Is not that? so fish don't have hands and they can't knock, so they need to be able to get to a doorbell. It's a little button. Uh, actually, in this very weird scenario, the fish that are ringing the doorbell uh-huh. are trying to swim upstream to, to a place where they would normally lay their eggs. So yeah. it's a doorbell for fish, yes. not a fish doorbell for a human. Yeah. You, what did oh. you think? I thought you meant like it was a funny doorbell design well, of I'm, a fish. You I'm, mean it's a doorbell for fish. For the fish. Listen, I was trying to get <laughs> there, but Josh Sorry, threw me I'm off baffled. with this whole contract thing about never doing clickbait I, news. I, I so, still got it over here if you're interested. Yeah, not. So yeah. the long and the short of it is it's basically like a ring doorbell for fish at the bottom of the sea I, uh, that as soon as the fish pass by, they can open up the gates so the fish can get through. Why? Why are humans gating the river or whatever it might be? You would be? have to ask the ecologist, but I'm literally watching the stream right now. Uh, oh my The gosh, stream of are. the stream. It's a stream stream. It looks like pickle right. juice. Here, Josh, it's like look. So it's green. a stream stream. My it, heavens. It does. It also looks like one of those horror movies where like <laughs> suddenly out of the deep, it's like, what was that? What was that? I'm glad, I'm glad for Jaws they chose the music because this is not scary at all. No. Like that oh, there it is. <laughs> Do you like me? Check yes or no. 
Do you guys remember being in school and passing notes to your friends? Yeah, and any of them that had that wording exactly on it that was, was always a thing. Hyper anxiety. I was home. Yeah, school. Dad, you were <laughs> passing pass notes, notes to yourself. I would send notes to my siblings and ask them to go clean my room. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> they well, always said no. Sometimes you'd fold them like a paper football. Yep. Or then sometimes you'd make them super colorful with like every highlighter in your Lizzie McGuire pencil case. That was so many questions about this thing. weird habit. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> now she's on to something. Mm-hmm. But these notes would either be filled with like inside jokes or your deepest secrets that you would then trust to travel from person to person across the room. And... Or sometimes you'd call the teacher a troll and she'd yes. find out. Well, and that's the thing. Sometimes they were intercepted yeah. by the teacher. <laughs> that was the worst day ever. Stressful. <laughs> but here are a few notes that teachers have confiscated. Okay. Uh, but first, if you have had this happen to you before or if you are a teacher and have ha- and have found oh, a note before, oh, please stories. share. 614-479-1049. So the first one, it read, Confession. I accidentally kicked a ball in Sarah's face at recess. I said sorry, but I wasn't. <laughs> as, like, wow. as the kid who received that ball to the face many times, I feel that. That happened to me too. Yeah, I'm like, I can, oh, they weren't even sorry. I can still hear the sound. Boing. Yeah, I know. I have a very kickable face. This one. Just read, you are a beautiful human being, but I'm not good at drawing human beings, so I've drawn a potato instead. <laughs> and there was this beautiful photo, picture Nailed of a potato. <laughs> uh, next, and these are notes that have been confiscated by teachers. My dearest, I promise to give you all my gushers and cookies. Ooh. P.S. My name is Zane. Love Anonymous. <laughs> I, I, I think You're, they don't know. Mm, You're doing it wrong. Some, something to not up there. It's all right. And finally, one teacher noticing commotion in her classroom eyed the note moving from hand to hand. And as she intercepted the note and read it out loud, she realized her error. And what? she found she wasn't reading any note. She was reading song lyrics. <laughs> That's amazing. She was rickrolled by your students. It's a story of human accomplishment and created a robot. (laughs) I've seen those movies. It does not end well. A robot that plays chess. A Russian chess playing robot. (laughs) And he recently... It has a nationality? That's what I was thinking. (laughs) It was... A chess robot in Moscow. Okay. Uh, Russia. Uh-huh. So uh-huh. this <laughs> this robot's making news for another reason, though. Okay. Because he accidentally broke someone's finger. What? So it's there's, not, I thought it was a computer screen and all that. No, it's like a literal robot that is like picking up chess pieces and moving no them around. No way. Accidentally set it on this child's finger. Oh, it was a, a child. child. By seven. To make oh it worse, word. and accidentally the, the was child's he okay? fin- was it well, his fingers broken. Oh my! So officially, goodness. Uh, maybe don't add the hydraulics into the robot arm. Make, make it a little bit more dainty. Many horse Sounds like pounds. one sassy robot. But no have, kidding. You have to feel bad for the robot what? because the robot was just was no. just doing his job. What he no. was programmed to do It was not no. programmed to hurt people. No, it was programmed to play chess. And the kid's finger got in the way. Or maybe, maybe who can know exactly what was going on in the mind of this 
Moscow robot <laughs> chess playing droid. Well, what if we did know exactly what was going on in his mind? Oh, I cannot wait. <laughs> I am feeling so good about playing against this seven-year-old. This will do great things for my robot self-esteem. All I have to do is beat him and... Oh no, that was a smart move. I should have seen that coming, but if I move my queen here, he won't be able to stop. Oops. He took my queen. I have only two possible moves left if I hope to win. First, I will take this rook and put him here. Oh no, he is smarter than I thought. One last possible move. Opening, don't let a child beat you protocol. I don't want to break a kid's finger, but I cannot lose. No! Engage. <laughs> Friday night, you pop a bag of kettle corn, you have your stretchy pants on, and you get ready to hit play on that nice 90-minute, maybe two-hour-long movie. Sounds fantastic. Yeah, bliss. But what if it's one of those like long movies? Josh, mm. you like that one, that one series? There's like a... The wizard and his fighting. And, yeah, the, yeah Lord of, the Lord of the Rings. You can yeah, only yeah, yeah. watch the extended version. Only. How, like, how long are those movies? All of them were extended versions. <sighs> no, no. All of them. The cinema releases were like three and a half. Now that you have the actual extended versions, there's important pieces in there. You need okay. all four and a half hours times three. The only reason I'm slightly okay with that is because I really like the movie Pride and Prejudice, and it's, it's oh my three goodness. hours yeah, long. Yeah, that's a I marathon. I think the, the, the original one was actually six. Haven't seen that one. And then there was like, um, wasn't the new Batman kind of long? Yes. It yes. Was. It was long and dark and rainy. That's yeah. what I, I, <laughs> that's what I heard. in the theater, and I don't remember half of it. <laughs> Were you snoring? I'm, I may have been. So, I wish that was a joke, Anna. I I know, I know. <laughs> but I just learned uh, what the longest movie ever made is. Oh, and okay. I just want to hear your guesses of how long you think the longest movie ever made. Is well, it an is. extended is it an extended cut or was it on purpose? It was on purpose. Okay, okay, so you just mentioned the original Pride and Prejudice, like six. Yeah. So I'm gonna go like eight hours. Like okay. somebody really got into the story and they're like, We're gonna tell every single detail. Is this a mini series? Uh no, one one single movie. That's the question. I'm nine hours. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I mean that's ridiculous. What? Those ridiculous. are those are great guesses. Thank you. However, they are astronomically incorrect. Okay. Astronomically? Astronomically incorrect. How long was the longest movie ever? The longest movie ever made is 857 hours long. What? How many days is that? 35 days and 17 hours. And that's not like somebody's running security camera. That is an actual movie called Logistics. What, does it follow a UPS truck everywhere? Yes. <laughs> it does? <laughs> it follows the life of a gadget from its purchase and then works backwards from its time on planes, trains, and automobiles to its original creation. That sounds horrifying. 857 hours, the longest movie ever made. And uh, here's the thing, though. It really doesn't matter how long the movie is. Yeah. Because your wife is still going to fall asleep in the first five minutes anyway. <laughs> There's a lot of fumbling, bumbling, and stumbling. 
it's what happens when a child tries to walk for the first time. Mm-hmm. You know, you're looking at them and you're, you're cheering them on as they take those first steps and then fall on their little little rear end. <laughs> I'm so bad at it. You know? Yeah, right? Right? Rookies. <laughs> Terrible. Uh, nobody is an immediate expert. This happens, the fumbling, bumbling, and stumbling a lot the first time anybody tries anything new. Mm-hmm. And uh, this past weekend, my son, Drew, he's our uh, 15, almost 16-year-old. He had his first invitational track meet, Ooh. which means on his team, he's one of the best kids at these couple of events or whatever. All right. It's right? a good flex there. But uh-huh. uh, it also meant that it was our first invitational track meet as spectators. We had no idea really what to what to expect when it came to the schedule and all that. We get their prime seating for his first event, pole vault. Two hours later, he still hasn't gone. Oh, oh, nice. There are a lot of kids to go. A lot of waiting. The girls went first, which that normally is the opposite in the regular meets. And then he finally got up and he was he was doing his thing and he, uh, he finished last Aww, in the event. But he, he couldn't get over like the first, like yeah. the initial height, eight feet. He couldn't. He couldn't do it. So then we waited for three hours for his next event, which was the 800. That's two times around the track. He's the only freshman out there. Mm. And we're like, oh, man, all right, buddy, this is your time. This mm-hmm, is your time. Here mm-hmm. we go. And he finished dead last. Okay. <laughs> okay. It was. He was not close. And we were kind of that face you're making right now, Hannah. Yeah. It was, it was, it was sad. Hurts for him. Then this was the worst part, okay, because we knew he'd be disappointed. My parents were there. Everybody's watching. And so they've been there for five literal hours to watch him Oof. do a thing that lasted about five minutes. Yeah. And, um, yeah. He said, well, I feel like I wasted everyone's time. And I love the fact that immediately, and this makes a lot of sense, we and, you know, his grandparents, everybody swooped in, was like, no way, man. Like, that's not why we came. We didn't come only to watch you win. We came to watch you. Are we Mm -hmm, disappointed mm -hmm. in you? Sure. No. 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 Stop that. No, No, it's not what we said. (laughs) I got you. Not what we said out loud. No, I'm kidding. Um... (laughs) God is the same way as our Father. There's no need to try to earn His love. You can't earn it, and that's not what a loving relationship is about anyway. There's nothing my son did to earn me going and sitting Mm. outside for five hours in the freezing cold wind that would have made me like enjoy it more or less or whatever. He's my son. I'm going to go sit there and watch him and cheer him on no matter what, what comes. Your relationship with God is not a pass-fail relationship. It's an ongoing, growing, maturing relationship. And God shows up every day to cheer you on. And like that little baby learning to take their first steps, cheer you even when you fall. Encourage you to get back up and it's okay, try again. He knows you're not going to finish first all the time. Maybe you'll never finish first, but God still shows up. He's always there because he loves you, not what you can or cannot do. He loves you. Hey, you're invited to listen to the recording of this podcast live. How? Where? It's simple. You can share every weekday morning with Josh, Chad, and Hannah on 1049 The River in Columbus, Ohio, or online at riverradio.com.